they're rising, they're rising, they keep rising, the cold. There's nothing we can do to stop them. This region's on top of it. Shut it down, shut it all down. What do you mean the whole thing? Shut the whole economy down. There's going to be riots in the street. I don't want to panic. This country, everybody's going to die. Everybody, you know, your snack spaghetti sauce at a store. Initiate Operation Warp Speed. Commence the political dampener. Damn it, Jim, I'm a comedian, not a political science major. Fuck it, we'll do it live. Fuck it, we'll do it live. Hey guys, here we are back at it for episode 30 of In Chaos We Trust here with Tanner. That's me, Ian and Andrew. Back out of terrain in the chaos because shit's still fucked. And uh, before we get into that, let's talk about our sponsors for a minute whose opinions, our opinions do not reflect our sponsors at all. But those sponsors are Riverside Wine and Spirits right there off Manufacturers Road. They've got everything you need to stock your bar or your beer fridge. Go check them out. Again, right there on Manufacturers Road. And then Merchants on Main is on Main Street, right across from Pax Brew Room. And they've got a bunch of cool antiques and things like that in there, as well as some of my photography. So go check that out. And then we've launched a store with Brew Chat where we're uh, we're going to be putting up some new designs and things like that as time goes on. But we've got a good selection right now of some stuff. Go help support us. Every little bit helps. And that's brewchat.com slash store. And uh, yeah, we've got a good show for you. Let's uh, go on and get into it here. It's like I said, shit's still fucked. Um, I guess we'll open up because we're just going to touch on it here because I don't think there's many details known, but there was a car ramming in D.C. Yep. Right. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> that was that was a, a sad thing. Um, when was that? Friday, Thursday? Yeah, uh, Friday, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I believe it was on Friday. Um, Sadly, a Capitol Police officer is dead due to it, as well as the driver. And they got out brandishing a knife. Mm -hmm. We we don't know anything about the driver, though, do we? Like the motive or... I don't know if we we do... Yeah, we don't know anything. At this point, no. Anything yet. Uh, two, I don't anyway. Two law enforcement officials told the Associated Press the suspect stabbed one of the officers. Oh, I didn't know that. I heard he got out and was waving a knife, but yeah, uh, yeah. At the, I didn't know he had stabbed one of them. Um, one of the officers who was injured was taken by police car to the hospital. The other was being transported by emergency medical crews. Uh, just ask that the public continue to keep U.S. Capitol Police and their families in your prayers. Pittman said. Um. Yeah, there's like no details about this. Nobody. Yeah, I imagine I, we can cover this more next week, too. If Yeah, I'm hoping on. I'm hoping some more details come out by then. But yeah, we don't know if this is something to do with the Capitol riots or what. And then something I noted is it looks like a Honda Civic or maybe a Nissan Altima. The, yeah. And they first tried to like ram it into a barricade, right? Before they turned it yeah. on like officers that they that they could hit, I guess. When this barricade looks <clears throat> like a permanent barricade, it doesn't look like one that like pops up. Mm. So I don't know. It, I, it, yeah. Like mental health issues, maybe. Well, well, I mean, you know, they always I mean, that's clear. But like, I, I, yeah, I think the biggest yeah. takeaway for me from this was just that. Like, you know, they, a lot of conservatives and a lot of commentators have said, like, well, you know, it's we don't need all this extra uh, security in the Capitol right now. Things have calmed down since January 6th and everything. It's like, oh, maybe maybe not quite. 
maybe there's still a need for it. I, I don't know. It just seemed like things are still heightened and this kind of confirmed that. Yeah. If, I mean, my, my thoughts that. are like, you want martial law. This is how you get martial yeah. law. Let's wage war on the cops guys. That'll like, and don't get me wrong. We're very critical of police on this show. Uh, mm. But like, that's not the way to do it. Just open war with them. Just let's, let's just ram, ram them with our cars and then stab them with knives. No. That, that that'll, That'll get my ideas to come to pass. Like, yeah. You want to defund and or abolish. I mean, I can't speak for all three of us, but defund and or abolish the entire system. But you don't want to you don't do it individually. You do it on a system wide level. You know? Right. Um, so, yeah, this, this, you know, a life was lost and another's, uh, I think, in stable condition as far as I know. But yeah. That's yeah. Really all I know so, about that. yeah. Maybe we'll have more to talk about more on that. But, yeah, I just kind of wanted to mention it since it did happen, sadly. Mm hmm. An officer was killed. Um, but yeah. So yeah, moving on. Uh, I guess, Andrew, you wanted to touch on something we mentioned last week. Yeah. Um, since we had touched on it last week and obviously it was a pretty recent story then that since developed um, the Georgia uh, voting laws, mm -hmm. whatever you want to call them. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, we're starting to see some knock on effects of that. Um, basically a lot of corporations, Georgia based corporations did drag their feet for a few days and they like to do that. They like to see kind of where the public's at on a lot of issues like this. So, you know, they kind of play it safe in that re regard, like a lot of corporations do. Um, but eventually I don't know if MLB, I think maybe Delta was the first to release like a public statement about it. And they said, and you know, I, God, Delta's mentioning Delta don't give a fuck. Right. Yeah. I, I don't even remember what it said. It wasn't a super strong statement, but it was something about maybe, maybe pulling some business out of Georgia, you know, basically indicating that, okay, well we might hurt your wallets or your checkbooks. Um, what if they were just like, we're not going to fly planes to Georgia. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, they're hubbed in their hubs in Atlanta. They could be, yeah. they could threaten to move it to yeah. another airport that could accommodate them. You know, there's yeah. probably some that would bid pretty high for that. I don't yeah. know exactly how that system works, but. Um, but then, yeah, I think like the, the legislature shot back like, uh, okay, well, we're not going to give you guys like some like discount on fuel or some like fuel mm -hmm. loophole that they get. I, again, I don't know the exact details of it, but basically the GOP led legislature shot back at them and was like, all right, if that's how it's going to be. <clears throat> so basically both sides are just waiting to see who blinks first, uh, in that one. And then the big story that everyone's probably heard. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <clears throat> the uh the bigger story that everyone's probably heard of by now uh listeners have probably heard of is major league baseball um decided to pull the all-star game out of where it was scheduled in atlanta this year so that is reportedly going to cost the city just in general about a hundred billion i think it was it's mm -hmm. a it's a pretty big number because you think about teams coming in you think about sponsorships merchandising uh you know ticket sales obviously mm -hmm. uh hotel rooms all of it. Uh, and Atlanta has basically for the Braves. I don't know if you guys have been to the new stadium or driven. You've probably I driven past Atlanta. About baseball, I went man. to a concert at the Roxy. Yeah. There. Okay. I went to the Chins concert at the Roxy, I think. And it's like, like they built a the whole Roxy? new. It's a new venue. It's the, the Roxy by Coca-Cola. Yeah. But it's officially called. Like a, that tells you there's anything. like a village. It's like a little village of yeah. like shops and then this baseball stadium and then a concert venue. They built a whole town, like a little village is yeah. a better. Yeah. And uh, it's and there's like restaurants built into it. I went to one of them, had like a giant screen that they show movies on. Like you can go eat dinner and watch a movie one night. Uh, it's, it's I mean, you know, 
It's about as uh, corporate as, as. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, it's like it's like if you wanted to go do a thing, but like, you know how like in a theme park everything is fun, but it's very manufactured. And it, what you're saying makes me think of like Cambridge Square and Ottawa. Yeah, okay. probably the same. But, I haven't been up but there. With but with a baseball that on stadium a, on a much larger scale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I've, yeah been, they, I've been to some outdoor malls in the country mm-hmm. too that kind of have the same vibe. But yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, very like an outdoor big outlet pedestrian mall, areas. Man, you don't be dissing the outdoor outlet malls. I like me a outlet mall. <laughs> it's not an outlet mall. It's just a mall. Oh, just fuck outdoors. that. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I mean, like the city and uh, and the state, I guess, like and organization were were excited to show off, you know, this new little village that they built. And other than, uh, you know, if your team makes the World Series or something, the All-Star game is a great way to do that. And now they can't. They're getting hurt for it. And I'm honestly like, I, I kind of don't know. So there, there's there's the factor of like, is it good that these corporations and these like large groups are, are taking a stand against it? Yeah, I think overall that's a good thing. Um, it does hurt, you know, a lot of like the servers that aren't getting tips now from like the people that would be frequenting those places. I don't know enough about it to know whether it's hurting corporations or like individual, you know, the little guy that we actually want to yeah. help. Like, I don't know who it's hurting more. Obviously, it's hurting the hotel chains, the Chili's and Applebee's, you know, all those. But then you do have to think about the people that work at those mm, places, too. Right. Well, that, I think that's the intent, though, is because then now those people are going to blame yeah, Kemp and yeah. vote differently. You know, yeah. so, and, then, and yeah. then also it's a on, calculated yeah. on the positive glass half full side of that is wherever they are moving that game or match or whatever it is to. Cincinnati, Ohio, who the fuck cares, wherever it is. <laughs> Great American ballpark. That uh, <laughs> that city's going to so on the national scale, they're still helping the economy in the same way, just not for that state. So, like Ian said, I'm hoping it reflects on the workers in the way that they're like, no, fuck y'all, and at least brings it to the awareness of like, okay, well, so the, sure, we're yeah. out of employment that weekend um, because they moved. Or the we're game. just not we're, getting. The why huge... did they move the game? Oh, they're they're taking voting rights away. What the fuck? Yeah. Fuck y'all. You took our voting rights away and took a big employment right. situation the, away. The, the problem is, is, yeah, it's a good is, sake. is that there are a lot of, uh, you know, people being affected by it. Kind of like the way you were saying. It's like, so on, it's like playing games with people's lives in a way to try to move the political needle, which, you know, there's a, there's a big, big, I'm sure like, I'm sure we're not going to come to any final answer on whether that's ultimately right or wrong, because it is something that needs to happen. You know, what is the, what is the lesser evil? What's the greater good? You know, um, but that that's what it seems like to me is it's like, yeah, we're going to we're going to use we're going to make people's lives a little bit worse intentionally in the hopes that the blame gets directed in the correct way that we want it to. And uh, so it seems you know, conniving yeah. and scheming, but the ends are what we want. So it's like, is yeah. that the way? But is that the way to go about it? I don't I don't know. I'm not, I, I, you know, I think. Yeah, I think that's exactly right. And I think that's something that you have to like way and like and just kind of hope that people take the right message uh, away from it because like as many people as are going to blame like the legislature and the you know governor and everybody a lot of people are going to blame mlb too so a lot of people's anger is going to be directed at that right and you just hope that more is directed at the legislature so that it gets some kind of uh what, what, what's the other uh option to change les- legislature on a scale like that lobbyists and we know how I feel about those. It's it's money so talks. I mean, I guess I hate lobbying. So I guess by proxy, I have to be okay with this. 
I'm yeah, yeah. I'm hoping yeah. moves like this maybe move the legislature to act on their own. And it, I mean, I would love for all these people to take the correct message mm-hmm. from it too. But like, we all know that like the one thing with Republicans is like when you start fucking with the money, mm-hmm. and I mean like the you know the corporate Democrats too. Like, don't get me wrong, but uh, when you start fucking with the money is when they start to really actually, they don't care about people, but they do care about their pocketbook. Their well, checkbooks. that's what made them care about Trump all of a sudden there towards the end. Uh-huh. So, like, oh, he might make a new party and take some of our donors. Oh my God. Yeah. Like, yeah. So they and, came to him asking if they could use yeah. his likeness and he was like, yeah. I'm going to need you to up that offer or whatever. Yeah. I don't think we report on that. It was barely a story, but, so. but anyway, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that, uh, either the legislature moves on their own or gets voted out. Like, like, mm-hmm. um, y'all were suggesting too. So we'll see. What if it keeps on a upward trend towards more democratic shit overall, which I think. I don't know. I think it may be inevitable that everything eventually veers to the left. I think so too. I think that's it may part be of it slow. being progressive. Is it progressive? Yeah. But I think inevitably, no matter how hard something comes through and may push us back towards the right, I think inevitably the car is always steering towards the left. The march of history or whatever. Yeah. And um yeah. like I can't remember where I heard it, but Apparently with this uh, coronavirus stuff and the big move to Austin, Texas, the swing of like Democratic voters in Austin, not just because of coronavirus and people moving there, but it's been on the upward trend. Yeah, anyway. Austin's always been like, I mean, the, 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 yeah, but I mean, the Texas, unofficial slogan is keep Austin weird. So. But I mean, Texas as a whole has been slow. Oh, yeah, it's moving. moving. Yeah. Like Beto, who's a, I don't know, mm. pretty centrist Democrat. Like he, he almost beat Ted Cruz, though. And, uh, but they didn't quite go blue in the presidential, mm-hmm. but you know, it was a lot more purple than it has been. What, I, what's going to be interesting in the next couple, I don't know, I guess the next decade or two is watching what the Republicans who have always fought against weed legalization, how they start to shift as people from our generations start to get older and developing businesses and whatnot. And it's like, no, we've smoked weed illegally for 20 goddamn years, our entire lives or whatever. And you Mitch, know, Mitch McConnell's going into the industry. I think yeah. in Kentucky he's, yeah. he's funding a lot of, uh, at least medicinal marijuana research in yeah. the state. That son of a bitch. Exactly. Yeah. He doesn't, <laughs> when, who was it? He were, stands for making money and he sees a money making. I want to know what brands are from his, his mm-hmm. like I know, and it, I know they'll do it like cigarettes where there's like a main brand and then you'll get like a bunch of different smaller ones. Uh, it, I want to be, yeah, <laughs> I want to know what, like if something's it, like, especially if the marketing is super like, Hey, you want to be chill and cool. You support gay rights, smoke these joints, you know, it's fucking Mitch McConnell's company. I'm be like, what the fuck <laughs> do you think he'll lean into the turtle Mitch thing? The Mitch ditch weed. Oh God. <laughs> Cause y'all, y'all watched arrested development. I'm sure. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. You're a comedian. So obviously, mm-hmm. um, but uh, yeah, I don't know if you remember Oscar, his box of weed. It was called like Afternoon D-Light. <laughs> and there's just like the really, the turtle with the really red eyes on it. And then the dead turtle is later found in that box. <laughs> like, I wonder if Mitch will lean into the whole turtle thing. He's like, well, they've been calling me this for years anyway. <laughs> I uh, uh, I did watch a like a retrospective thing of the year 1984 uh, last night. And one of the things they talked about was... Um, uh, Paul McCartney got busted with weed. It was like the second mm. time because he got busted once in like the in like 1980, and then again in 1984. But it, he had like 10 grand or like it was like two grams or something like really small amount. Like 
not not a, a substantial amount. And he was in some, on, I think he was in Barbados or something I like that. There was once he was in Japan, I think. So he's not allowed. I think that was the Japan. 81. That was okay. the 81. Uh, and then in 84, he got caught again. He was vacationing in Barbados and they got a tip and raided the, the beach house oh. and caught him with like, not like enough weed for the weekend. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and then, which may vary by user, but <laughs> and like his statement, like, you know, in 84 was like, look, it was like, they want to arrest me for this, whatever. It's like, I'll tell you right now, this substance is less harmful than several drinks you make than cigarettes. And then even right. Then these other things that I've tried and done mm-hmm. yeah, that are legal. <laughs> like, and yeah, so it's like, even then, you know, like Paul, I was like, man, Paul McCartney was right in the eighties and like everyone else was stupid. Cause back, I mean, in 84, I was a year old. So I definitely bought into all the hype. Well, just <laughs> think of all the celebrities in our lifetimes who we've seen, like their careers basically end over a little bit of weed. The Dell guy, the Dell dude, Oh yeah, Dell fired yeah, weird. him. Yeah, you know, he's I from, forgot about he's that. He's from Chattanooga. Is he really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't That's know that. awesome. I think he went to Macaulay or something. Yeah, and then, I would love to get that dude on a podcast. I don't know oh, if man. he still lives here, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, you could look him up. Yeah, but then there's other people who it, it has made their career. <laughs> yeah, well, and that like that's weird too. Is that they leaned into it, but it's all the fam- tra- it's all the family friendly people. It's the people out of the gate that come out of the gate like a. Dave Chappelle, um, Doug Benson, people like that. Yeah. Even Joe Rogan to some degree. Willie it's Nelson. Like, no, he's this never is, been shy even about before it. it was chill out of the gate. They're like, no, nah, this is a thing behind closed doors. Right. Uh, and now I, and I always admired that, like, regardless of what, it, even with flaws, like I'll be, I'll be the first one to tell you I'm bad at math because once I tell you that you can't use it against me. Yeah. <laughs> well, I remember like when that 70s show came out, I was mm-hmm. like, they're showing people smoking weed, even though they're not showing they, them smoking yeah. weed. That's definitely like heavily, strongly implying that these kids are smoking weed. These teenagers are smoking yeah. weed on like network television. Yeah. I was going to say, do you remember when uh, Michael Phelps, those pictures of him came out of him like hitting a bong or videos or whatever they were? That's and another then that, one, career ender. And then that destroys the. No, he, he went on after that to when. He went, he won well, gold medals well, after that. Well, I'm not saying sure. his career end, ended. I'm just saying like Wheaties a fired of, him and like I was going to say a lot of endorsements. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, why the fuck did you drop him? But it's like, think about that too. That destroys the narrative that it, it makes you like lazy and it makes you, yeah. you know, bad at just yeah. like a sit in your parents' basement, you know, yeah, the stereotype yeah. and all that shit or whatever. Like it, it, <laughs> the, you know, the X time gold medal winner was token up in college. Mm hmm. Like a boss. It was a pretty yeah. big bong, if I remember. Dude, I bet <laughs> like, that dude could fucking. <laughs> like, I mean, think about the lung capacity. <laughs> yeah. Fucking that whole bowl is gone. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I think I said this last time, but I may be wrong. But like, I, you know, have vivid memories of going to a party when I was a freshman in high school and the senior student body, you know, class president was at that party and then saw me and goes, Hey dude, and stuck out her tongue. And there were four hits of acid just sitting on her tongue Four, and she was, and I, I shouldn't, I shouldn't, that that's identifying. I should just say they were very, uh, um, uh, productive and like, you know, went on to do good things in life with student body president, you know? So it's like, mm-hmm. 
the, the whole narrative about drugs is messed up. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. there's there are we ones, should do a deep dive on that sometime. Yeah, there are there are ones that are harmful and that you should stay away from. And there's ones that that are mostly harmless. And then there's some that that if you have the wrong kind of personality, have the potential to be very harmful. So it's you know, it, it, it's just so so weird and different for so many different people. I think having like a uniform system of this is good and this is bad is not productive. But that's mm-hmm. just my take on. That. Yeah. 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 Same. Well, let's uh, move on here. I guess. Uh, what do we have down? Yeah. You wanted to talk about some shit with the uh, mass here, Ian. Yes. Yeah. So uh, earlier this week on Monday morning. So, so uh, right as our podcast was airing. Um, so we weren't able to react to it then. Uh, Jim Coppinger. I released, think they timed it like this on purpose. Yeah. Too. They, they know, they know that we, we, <laughs> we are on the pulse of the they community. Know. And uh, so Jim Coppinger, Coppinger, um, Hamilton County mayor has said that the mask mandate will for sure end on April 28th, which means it will still be in effect on the 28th. The 29th will be the first day without it. Um, so that to me seems really, really, I mean, and there's a lot of reasons for optimism. Like I just, and maybe I'm on extra guard because I'm used to being outraged about people just because he, let's be honest, he's been shitty about it the whole time. Um, and so it's just this definitive end date mm. before, like you're seeing other places have definitive end dates. Seems weird. Um, looking into it, you find that Tennessee actually has a problem with um, vaccination volunteers. Like mm-hmm. uh, there's a lot of vaccines getting thrown away because they're, they've been thawed and no one's taken them. They have like it's we're one of the lowest states of willing participants. So. It's like, you know, I, I think with the way things are like, because it's important to, to be realistic and not get caught up in the whole uh, rigmarole of uh, anything that, you know, is, you know, hardcore preventative is is toxic, you know, like, which is early on. I very much had that attitude. Um, and, and but now, I mean, like, you know, you got to follow what's what's happening and, and look at it and say, like, look, you know, the vaccines are, 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 are seem to be working. They seem to be actually preventing the, the, the spread of the disease as well. So that's uh, that's that's good. There's a lot of reasons to be hopeful. There's a lot of reasons to think that that date is probably a fine date. Um, mm. But just knowing how they've been about it and also the fact that Tennessee is not doing great on their vaccination rate means that like that date would probably be a great date for most places, but probably not here. We should probably keep, keep it up. Now. I don't think like, I know that before the COVID, if you walked into a gas station with a mask on your face, it would be trouble. Um, (laughs) So it's like hard for me to say, like once the mask mandate ends, I'm sure that's going to be fine for a while. Uh, It's probably got not like, I mean, it's probably not going to be go away for a while. Cause I mean, people have gotten used to it. I, yeah. And I think, I think, you know, you should definitely keep wearing a mask no matter what the, the county says um, in this area, especially. I just, I, I to me, it's like, I, I don't know if it's like me not wanting to let go of this guard that I've had up the whole time. If it's some sort of like post-traumatic stress thing, or if it's I, like. I think you've got some valid concerns because uh, you're right. Jim Coppinger has not been. Any Good. excuse to lift anything, he's been like, yeah, yep, he has right. not been helpful, which is the thing I keep coming back to. He has not been helpful through this entire situation where you look at Andy Burke, who has been helpful through this entire situation, giving 
like sometimes daily updates at the beginning. And like, yeah, you could argue maybe he's just looking for his little minute of fame or whatever, but I found him helpful. You know, it was nice to have somebody from government telling us what was going on exactly. Right. Instead of now where it's like, okay, what's, what's up. And Andy Burke, you know, it's, it's, I don't know. When is he officially done? I don't know. Like, I think like, so both the candidates that are running right now yeah. are really stressing that they're going to be ready on day one, because I yeah. think there's a very short span between the 13th next to uh, a week from tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, and you know, when they actually assume the position, like yeah. the, the role, <laughs> assume the position. So yeah, I'm excited to see what Tim Kelly's going to do once he gets in there. And yeah, I'm saying, uh, yeah, let's manifest that. Yeah, I'm I'm making it happen. Tim Kelly's got the lead right now, so we need and, to remind people next week too because we're going to be on yeah. the day before. And uh, I don't know, like if Andy Burke or Tim Kelly, if he gets in there, or when he gets in there, if they've got the power to put a mask mandate just for Chattanooga, I don't know if they've got the power to do that. But I don't know. I think you've got some valid concerns, Ian. This may be an ignorant take. But I don't know. It's been a year. Uh, most people are getting vaccinated. Right. And the, like that, that's I was kind of going to go into that. I think that like there, you know, I've said it before. There is a point where it's on you to get vaccinated and mm-hmm. it's not on me to worry about who might be not vaccinated. It just sucks that there's so many people in this area who just yep. don't want to get it. Um, and I, I mean, I've talked to people recently, like, you know, one on one who are like, I'm not letting them stick me with that shit. I'm like, what the fuck? I, like, Somebody asked me if I was concerned that I would get COVID from the vaccine. And it's what? like, you can't, there's Doesn't no COVID. Work that way. There's no, I mean, I understand because people have heard, okay, vaccines are like a week, like the flu vaccine is a weakened version of that year's flu strain or whatever. So they assume this is like that. It's not, there's no COVID in it. It's not going to get COVID. Can I insert just real quick, a sure. little sidebar here of trying to, I'm very pro vaccine enough to where I think I may even do like some sort of video to like be like, go get vaccinated. People. That's that's the main takeaway I wanted to give. Like I'll let yeah. you continue, but that's um, how I, well, I just want to insert this little thing to maybe educate some people on why this vaccine's a big deal is it does not, you know, the flu vaccine is like a, a mute version of the flu basically that they're giving you. So your body can build up an immunity to it, which is why some people after they get the flu shot, come down with flu like symptoms. This shot is not that this is a, uh, an RNA vaccine which, uh, you know, I'm no expert on it, but I'm a fan of like technological advancement and scientific advancement and things like that. This is something humanity has been working for, for the past 20 years. And we've, you know, it's just something, it's a little pot that's been boiling over here of us trying to figure out how to do RNA vaccines. And because the potential of this is that it can cure cancer. This is like the true vaccine that long run can cure cancer. I'm not saying the coronavirus vaccine can cure cancer. I'm not saying that. I'm saying the technology of us trying to figure out how to get an RNA vaccine to work. We couldn't get it to work until we had to get a fire lit under our ass to well, make it work to fa- fight this vaccine. Yeah, technology technology expands exponentially. Yeah. New and technology means that new technologies are able to, able yeah. to be developed. So. so I just wanted to uh, insert this little fi- sidebar tech here. Tree. Just to be like, no, it's uh, this is some really advanced technology. Like, yes, it's going to squash this virus. But going forward, this vaccine means so much more for humanity and our medical services and what we're ultimately going to be able to cure 
long-term. Like it's a really kick-ass and awesome thing beyond just a shot. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, so yeah, I didn't want to get off on that. No, I mean, that's, no, that's, that's yeah, the I didn't, I didn't know that. I'm glad you yeah, said that. I just want people to be aware that it's awesome. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. that's, well, that's the ultimate point that I was trying to make is that like, you know, when, when I got my first shot, I, I mean, I've already making plans about like when I'm going to hit back out and start trying to do mics again and stuff like that, like in May. And then hearing that this come out last you know, Monday was a big, like punch in the gut for me where I was like, Oh no, don't ruin this. Don't like, don't, don't cause another spring up, especially like if the UK variant isn't as you know, receptive to the vac. Like, I don't want to mess with that. Let's why, why, why fuck with shit? Why not just let it play itself out? Like the way it's, it's going. Um, but you know, I think that like, there's an, they're doing this for a reason because there is a lot of cause for optimism. And so like, it's important to not get swelled up in that. But the main takeaway is the only, the main reason to be sketched out is that Tennessee has very low vaccination mm-hmm. rates compared to other States. Please get vaccinated. Like, you know, like I, here's the thing, like people say, Oh, you know, you're going to look, look at, think about how many people have already gotten vaccinated. How many people are experiencing negative side effects? Like, you get the, the, the soreness and the, the kind of, you know, uh, fatigue for like a day and then you're fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not a big deal. Like if you're worried, if you don't like needles, get over it. If you don't, like I it, fucking hate needles Yeah, and I manned up and went and did it by myself. And I'm fucking <laughs> terrified of needles. I was borderline panic attack the entire time sitting in my car, manned up and went and did it. If I can do it, you guys can do it. Go get vaccinated. Yeah, please. Yeah. It's yeah. like, it's the one thing that like, I like if, 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 if I were to, you know, run into someone like I'm not getting vaccinated, like I w- I've been nice in the past, but at this point with the mask mandate ending and, and the things being like they are in the state of Tennessee, I'm going to be like, you're stupid. You're a stupid person. That's why you're not getting vaccinated. If you were a smart person, you would. I'm settling on the fact I'm making a judgment call. Mm-hmm. You're a stupid person. Well, is yeah. it bad that Just I'm at the, is it, it bad that I'm at the point of like natural selection now? It's like, well, I'm vaccinated. <laughs> Most That's of the people what, I care about I, are vaccinated. It comes eventually. If you're going to be stupid and not get it, then, uh, you know, and also, and again, this may be an ignorant take, but we may be starting to breach the curve. And I don't know anything about this, but we may be starting to breach the curve of where the majority of the people that would get it and it would kill them have died, which is sad. Could it's be, a sad know. statistic okay. to have, but we may be approaching that. Yeah. So. The um yeah. The I was going to the only thing I wanted to say about the the mask or not the only thing but the I guess about the about Coppinger um letting it up on the what 28th or it ends yeah. It's just like it just seems like weird like bad politics. Like I don't know if mm-hmm. he's up for re-election if he can be, you know, or when that even would be. But it just seems like as a politician even if I knew in the back of my mind that I was not going to renew it after X date, I wouldn't tell people that. I would tell people that you need to project that you're being cautious right. and, you know, well, conscious of your decisions. And he hasn't, like we talked about, but really this, been a, a rock in the past. I yet, wouldn't be against pushing it to May, but after it just that seems like weird yeah. politics yeah. to me. And this, so that was the, my biggest take well, on in it, this area. You know, you got to think that like what the comp, the, like he even said in a statement, like some people are not going to be happy with that, but some people are, are upset that there's been a mandate in, in place all along. Yeah. It just seems like, you know, if, if you know it's going to lapse, then just say that you don't know that and just let it lapse then. I don't know. Well, and you're still going to see restaurants and bars and whatnot. If they want to implement a mask mandate right. still, they're allowed to do that. They're allowed to still kick you out. If they have a mask mandate in their establishment, 
restaurants can, and bars can kick you out for any reason they want. So if you don't, they can kick you out because they don't like your mustache and you're or whatever. And you're like, allowed to still wear a mask after the mandate's yeah. over. And I think that like you should, if you're in a really packed environment for the yeah, next, yeah. I mean, again, like after May, I think that's at the point where it's like by, by, by the beginning of June, like if you haven't got the vaccine yet, it's kind of on you to just steer clear of people, mm-hmm. but know that you can go get it and make that appointment and go get it done. But like, things are going to open back up. People, people have been wanting to open back up since May of last year. So like you're, you're going to like, it's going to like trying to fight against that and try to say like, no, keep your calm and keep your reserve is, is just, I mean, like you're just not going to convince people to do that. So like as as sucky as it is, as much as people need to like stay vigilant through this home stretch, Mm. you're going to have people who are like, fed up and can't wait. I mean, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm almost there myself. I, I'm, I'm already like writing new sets in my head and trying out. Like I, I, I want, I want the old life again, you know, but mm-hmm. I also don't want it. I don't want to like fuck up and cause another year of this shit because I, I jumped too soon. Yeah. But yeah, I, uh, I overall, I think, uh, yeah, I, I wish it was extended to May. I do think it's a little premature, but I think it's just premature to do yeah. a definite and be like, yeah. Hey, look, this is the date we're looking at. That's lifting all I mean, it. Yeah. We will, we'll, we'll look at the evidence and we'll see where we're at. And that it, this could be a date mm. as opposed to no matter what, this is when it's happening It's very, look, we're, we've been looking for an excuse to lift this. Like, yeah. Yeah. But we'll see. It could go. It, it might be yeah. fine. It seems like it's going to be fine. I'm, I, you know, again, I, it's my, it's, I've been, I've been on guard for so long, you know, <laughs> it's like hard to, to break the habits, but, um, it might, it might be fine. Um, yeah. And I just may be jaded, but I just feel like everyone has either had it and not shown symptoms and been fine or everyone that's had it and it really harmed them. They've died, unfortunately, but <laughs> well, I just, I'm just jaded on it. I mean, Australia, (laughs) Australia was mostly back to normal, like last year, you know, and New Zealand like is, aren't they? Yeah. 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 And we're, and we're still in the situation we're in because we last May Memorial day hit and everybody went crazy and nobody wanted to like, you know, take, take it easy and like, you know, keep at it. Cause I think April, everyone was really well behaved. Like that was the, that was the month where like, if I went to go get gas or went to go get buy beer, yeah, there was hardly anyone on the road for yeah, a lot of, uh, yeah. So, but, but one month was enough for most people. And then once may hit, everyone's like, Ooh, and like, I mean, like, again, like I, I've, I've talked about it so many times. My Instagram was just picture after picture of I'm at the lake and look at all these people and nobody's wearing a mask and everybody's like in close quarters. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, what the fuck? But, uh, uh, and then like, so of course now, you know, we're into it's, it's, it's in April. Now we're still kind of in a pandemic state. Uh, and it's like to think that like other countries got, had the handle on it, but we had to be fucking mm-hmm. ignorant about it. Like that's, it just, it. so it's like, that's, that's sort of where my head, my head's at with this, where it's like another jumping the gun. And I'm like, uh, but you know, it might be fine. It's probably going to be fine. I don't know. Yeah, I'm optimistic. I think it'll be fine. I do wish it was a, an extra month, but I think it'll be fine. Yeah. You know, I hope it is. <laughs> yeah, same. But uh, what's this? Uh, let's move on to. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> tell me what this is. Uh, 
so yeah, so you've you've heard of Lil Nas X, yeah, from Old Town Road, yeah, among maybe a couple yeah. other things. Um, he came out with a new video, I think, a week ago yesterday, like last Sunday or something like that. And uh, it has set the media, especially the conservative media landscape, ablaze, <laughs> which I am choosing that word carefully because he does go down to hell and give the devil a lap dance. Okay. <laughs> Among many other things. Like this video is there's so much really cool symbolism in it um, that I'm sure we can get we can get into a little bit. Um, if you want to watch, I, I guess I know Ian seen. Yeah, Ian seen. Yeah, it. I'll play it here. I've not um, <laughs> watched this. I purposely am coming into this fresh. So, uh, yeah, let's play this here and see what this is about. In life, we hide the parts of ourselves we don't want the world to see. We lock them away. We tell them no. We banish them. But here, we don't. Welcome to Montero. I called it bad just today. You hit me with a call to your place. Ain't been out in a while. It's like a Garden of Eden thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sun starts off. Romantic talking, you don't even have to try. You're cute enough to fuck with me tonight. Looking at the table, all I see is reading white. Baby, you living a life, and nigga, you ain't living right. Cocaine and drinking with your friends. You live in a dog, boy, I cannot pretend. I'm not faced, only here to sin. Y'all will lie, this is weird as shit. It's very trippy. I don't like this new trend of trippy music videos. I saw one the other day, I was completely sober and it fucked with me. Like, I asked the person to turn it off. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, so there's Greek written on the tree. We can go into what that means. Briefly, anyway. This dude's like the uh, male Lady Gaga a little bit. There is some similar imagery to um, the Judas video, I think, of Lady Gaga. Yeah. Or at least subject matter, anyway. Alright, so yeah, now he's like in a coliseum. Some Caligula shit. Yeah, he's like chained up. There's... Yeah, everyone in the audience has made a stone. I won't, I won't lie, when the Old Town Road shit came out... There we go. Okay. There's the shift. Yeah, this is getting weird. He's like riding a pole down to hell. Yep. Okay. Going through the circle like Dante's Inferno style there. Yeah. And fucking slaying too, like <laughs> not just saw, not just riding a pole, like riding a pole like oh professional. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I saw the filming out like behind the scenes of that. It's cool as hell. So yeah, then he goes to this hell that's like kind of almost like cyberpunk Tron E. It's like Doom. It's doomy, yeah. It's like a video game inspired kind of. And this, this is and the this scene is the, that's like setting conservatives on fire. I mean, among, yeah. It's but this scene especially. For the listeners, he's he's doing the lap dance scene now. He's giving Satan a lap dance. Oh, and he snapped the devil's neck. And puts on the crown, yeah. grows the wings. Yeah, and the eyes light up. So now he's the devil now. 
He has taken the, th- the throne. Yeah. Well, okay. I mean, Christ- Christians hate him as much as the devil. So that's probably accurate. <laughs> yeah. So that was your first time. Yeah. My first time watching that. Seeing that. Yeah. So yeah, we can go. Like I said, there's, there's so much like symbolism through and I'll give like the short version. Um, but basically, yeah. Like, so he starts off like you saw in like the garden of Eden. Mm-hmm. Um, it's basically representing, you know, your default state or whatever, just, uh, the kind of the way you were when you were innocent. Um, then the, the snake, or some people are saying it's like Lilith, which is a biblical figure I didn't know too much about, or like para biblical figure or something. Yeah. The original, uh, Adam's wife. Yes. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, see, I didn't know that part. Yeah. And, uh, some people are saying maybe it's like, it's her, or, or maybe the one that, um, speaks him after that is supposed to be mm-hmm. her with the kind of like weird, like mm-hmm. lips and everything like that. Um, so then you have the, the, the end of innocence, basically he finds out something about himself, which is like, I think in the lyrics, I forget what the exact lyric is, but, uh, then he's in the Coliseum, he's being chained up in the middle. There's all these people like made of stone, which is, I think supposed to people are, you're, you know, interpreting this how they will, but, uh, represent like, kind of like unchanging beliefs of mm-hmm. like people around you that are just like, no, we're setting our ways. Like yeah, conservatism, conservatism writ large. Yeah. Or just, you know certain breeds of well most bible thumpers stuff like that um then yeah then so so then yeah he he i guess dies he's he's persecuted he dies he's going toward heaven and i think it's like instead of saint peter it's like uh i forget ganymede i think is is the it's supposed to be some biblical figure again that was like so beautiful or no maybe even like a greek i think it's a greek uh uh you know the hierarchy of gods it's somewhere in there uh, figure that was supposed to be like so beautiful that like Zeus banished him to their to Mount Olympus because like he wanted to get with him. So it was like the, it was one of the first recorded like you know written down instances of like homosexuality I think being like documented or what you know documented. It's Greek god, it's lore, but being actually written down and talked about and stuff like that. Um, so that's like the imagery there. And then you saw the pole shoot up, and then he pole dances down to hell. Uh, you know, give Satan the lap dance, snaps his neck and then puts on the crown. It's basically like him taking ownership of his sexuality and, and who he is. Uh, And and there's like, when he goes into that circle, like the kind of doomy, like you said, Ian, like circle where the throne is at the other end of it there. It's all lit up. There's like Latin that says, uh, I forget what the Latin is, but it says um, like they hate what they don't understand or something like that. And the Greek written on the tree earlier like a lot of the people that have been doing these analyses are like classical scholars. They're like, as a classical mm. scholar, I was shocked to find all this imagery uh, that I'm like breezing through and stumbling my way through a little bit. But the the Greek written on the tree is is some some early instance of of uh, like the duality of man. Like some some people are created male male. Everyone has two parts. Some are created male male. Some female female, and some male female. This was their their thinking anyway, or whatever. And so you know, you're always searching for your other half and it can be those three things. Uh, it's, it's, it, the Greek has something to do with that, but aside from all the video and like, I feel like I've been talking too long now, so we can go into some of this, but just the reaction that it got what with the, Oh, he's come out. That's what I, what I should mention too, is he's coming out with what are at least colloquially called colloquially called Satan shoes. Yeah. That there's a limited release on six, six, six of them. And they each have a drop of real human blood, like somewhere in the soul, like in the gel liquidy part down there. And that has set off uh, a bunch of capitalists, surprisingly, 
a bunch of people yeah, that believe in the free market. So it's like, first of all, <laughs> and the I, first amendment, <laughs> I see a guy that's looking to stir up some shit and generate some press, which is what he's done. He's selling some shoes, he's selling some albums. I also, I hate avant-garde bullshit, which is what this is. <laughs> uh, sure. It's got a bunch of symbolism and shit, but it's avant-garde bullshit. Um, I loved it. I mean, I thought but it was good on this guy. Thing. He's working the system. He's he, selling albums. He's selling. What's with these devil shoes? He's it, also the co co-director of the video too. So he's yeah. I mean, good on, good on him. He's not doing anything different than Lady Gaga did. He's just stirring up shit and selling albums. I think he's doing but, capitalism the way that it was meant to yeah, be. Done. He's selling shit. I've got no problem with that. It's <laughs> yeah. not for me. No, but, no. I but, mean, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's shit. the nature yeah. of it. I'm yeah. not gonna jam that song, but I can still yeah. like remark on it. And yeah, like, yeah. Oh yeah. man, that was that was an incredible thing that, that got accomplished there. It's that, yeah. That video is that it, I I was blown away by the video. I thought it was. It's it's yeah. It's it, yeah, I it, mean it, like the makeup on the devil too is super impressive. Oh yeah, on on all yeah. of it. Like I'm not obviously in that community, but. Like it's huge for that community too. Just oh, the, yeah, the yeah. representation and like the, uh, and the fact, yeah, the fact that he just doesn't the subject give a matter shit. and yeah. the and the lack of giving a shit. The like the like I don't know what's even more Normal, than proud. Like normalizing the, in a way. Like it's like it's it's by by taking it to the extremes that he's taking it in this video. Your average gay person is going to seem normal by comparison. Yeah. that's the person you're probably going to run into at the at the grocery store. You know, I mean, like it to me, it's 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 a step towards that. It's a step towards like you know, I mean, it, it, as as uh, you'll hear a lot, especially in like the gaming communities and things like that. Uh, representation matters, and that's because the more use you are to seeing these things, the less you're to be appalled by the normal likeness mm-hmm. of it in actuality. Like you meet, mm-hmm. you meet someone from a different, you know, cultural than you. It seems weird at first until you're used to it. And then it's like, awesome. You know? Yeah. And, and like, um, I mean, just thinking this is something I kind of sort of just thought of too, is like speaking about like normalizing, like you were talking about is, uh, you know how many like, like heterosexual like love songs have have made number one, whether they're a love song in this fashion or the other, but at their core, they're love songs. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, they're they're very, very heteronormative, I guess. Like there's there's been a few. There's been like I Will Survive. That was like a gay anthem. There's like there's there's been very few, though. Number one, because this has stayed at number one as far as recording right now. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, stayed at number one for almost a week. And it's just really big to see that representation at the top too. not just like out there. But and I mean, you know, hats off to all the other like gay, genderqueer, like every other type of artist that's trying to make music and trying to get to number one like hats mm-hmm. off to all of them and those that aren't even trying to get to number one but on, to have on, one go up there Halford, is cool Halford on, on put the out, other side of that very too cool. though what about uh did meatloaf i can't was it i would do anything but i won't do that uh where he plays the devil did that stir up shit like this did i don't think so it was a big deal because it was a really well-produced video but yeah and the, yeah, to the to the point of the shoes with the blood in them, Kiss came out with like eight, late 80s, early 90s sometime shoes with a drop of blood in them, too. And granted, yeah, there was probably an outrage then, too. But yeah. I don't think it's I mean, it may have been. I wasn't alive back. Where's then, the, but the outrage? I, I honestly if it's don't not know. aborted fetuses. I don't want how, how, I had somebody right. argue to me that we have like a, a blood shortage which we do yeah. <laughs> like, you know, give blood, like go out and give blood, give plasma, whatever. But like 600 drops or 666 drops, excuse me. 
I mean, um, is it like a sack? I think they were that's just like a dishonest out? argument. You can yeah. maybe argue in a different way, but is well, it just a sack of blood? They were that I have no out? idea. It may yeah. even be from Lil Nas X. Like yeah. they're expensive. So yeah, who knows? I was, I was going to say Rob Halford uh, and Judas Priest put out Turbo Lover in like I think '88, and uh, you know, so th- there have been people trying to push those boundaries. Although, like, it's definitely coded because you know I don't think he had come out at that point. But I mean, what about Wham? Now he. He didn't come out until later, right? I don't think. Yeah. I think later in his John career when Michael. he was still making George What's Michael. Yeah. George Michael. Yeah. I think later in his career when he was still performing, maybe solo or with other yeah. groups, he was out. But I don't yeah. know if he was out for at least the entirety of Wham. Yeah. Um, but that's a band, though. I mean, like, I feel like if Wham was something that came out of the scene now and they weren't saying they were out, I would look at that band and be like, man, this is some jam ass tunes. But those dudes. It's definitely some gay anthems. Well, there's here. there's always been yeah. like, there's nothing wrong with that. I remember in like the early 2000s, the term metrosexual started yeah. getting around, yeah, and like yeah. as a guy who was in a, in a scene core band at that time, I wore girl jeans and tight clothes and yeah. as much pink and glitter as I could find. And and it, to me, it was harkening back to the 80s where mm. guys wore spandex and yeah, makeup yeah, yeah. and did their hair up. I think there's always been that metrosexual thing in art. So I think you're always going to see like well, it's like there's the term that like I, or I can't remember. Uh, who said, I want to say it was like Tom Hardy asked if he was bisexual and he goes, his answer was, oh, I'm an actor, you know? So it's like, <laughs> it's like, yeah, probably <laughs> like, mm-hmm. which yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it's just, a, there's a thing like I, well, art itself makes you more open-minded in a way. And it makes mm-hmm. you like consider things you wouldn't consider because you're subjected to it when you live, when you work in that industry and live that lifestyle, you're subjected to it on such a regular basis. You've, you've got like, I mean, like, the, the dawn of sort of any progressive ideals I've ever had came from touring and getting to meet people from different places and going like, shit, my view of the world was extremely narrow. And like that, that opened me up and let, mm-hmm. let in and a lot of other, other things. Um, and so I think that that's, uh, I mean, that's, that's kind of my whole point there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Just, uh, just the outrage culture around it is, it's you have conservatives that are talking about like cancel culture, right. And like fuck cancel culture. They don't say fuck. Cause they're, you know, good God fearing men. And some women, but um, mostly white men. But, you know, they're 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 all against cancel culture. Mm-hmm. They're all against like these big conservative figures getting, quote unquote, canceled for saying just like out and right out and out racist shit. But then they want to like pull the plug. They're like, nope, you can't sell shoes that have blood in them. You can't. Yeah. Uh, I, I had a guy argue with me who obviously doesn't represent the majority of. Well, maybe represents a large amount of conservatives was saying like, well, just worshiping the devil is wrong. It's just wrong. Like, I don't care what religion you are. It's wrong. And I was like, you don't, I don't care what, what religion if you don't you believe are. in the fucking devil. I was like, right, right. For one, I was like, but you just said, I don't care what religion you are, which the first amendment agrees with. Yeah. It doesn't care what religion you are. You're free yeah. to worship how you want. The spying, yeah. flying spaghetti monster shit is, you know, the one pop culture example of that. But it's just like, to me, there are a lot of things that make it obvious that a lot of why they're coming so hard after him is I think it's more that he's like gay and very out about it than mm. that he's black. But I think it's both because well, it goes back to Old Town Road. Right. Right. And like and also in like the you know, I mean, like I, from what I've seen from various, you know, TV documentaries on the subject, um, the, the the rap community has been one of the slowest to progress Oh and, yeah, uh, for sure. Yeah, acceptance. Yeah. Like, I mean, like the last like pop rock song I can think of that used like the F word uh, as, yeah. as the three letter F word yeah. casually was probably like dire straits uh, on, uh, 
you know, like money for nothing has that song has that word in it. Uh, but then like rap songs were using it like up until like the two thousands. I mean, I don't like 2010s I, really. Yeah, I, mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't, yeah. I'm not that deep into rap, but there's I still some tropes that, yeah, that have stuck around where it's like, you know, your worth is your masculinity as a man kind of, kind of, kind of ideas, mm-hmm. um, which again, like I said, in, in rock music and a lot of art that, that kind of goes away real fast because, mm-hmm. You know, like I said, I, I wore I wore women's jeans for a long time. Yeah, uh, and it was I was it was. Hey, I'll tell you, it was some of the best years of my life. Oh man, yeah, the women the better. If you're a straight guy and you're willing to dress a little gay, women love that. <laughs> um, but yeah, just like just like like we were touching on, and we talked a little bit off air even before this too about uh about Old Town Road, and that to me was the first example. Uh, one, it was Lil Nas X's introduction to the world, and vice versa. On a large scale. Yeah, because wasn't that like mostly like wasn't he like a SoundCloud guy who like I think had, he's SoundCloud rapper, yeah. I don't think so, he I don't think he was like signed. Like, although some I mean I so like I my 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 history is very, very you know sparse, but I, I did, you know, it was a phenomenon, so I did pick up some stuff about it. I think he did a version of it early on mm-hmm. and then like um that got a lot of plays and then he did like yeah a, that's the one that blew up and then then he did a remix where he actually got billy ray cyrus to appear on it and that's when it hit like radio yeah which again <laughs> um kind of tells you something but like i mean that coupled with the fact that uh country stations like wouldn't play it the cmas or cmt whatever the country music awards and all that shit is uh, they wouldn't like consider it for categories. I don't know if they eventually relented on that due to backlash or not, but um, they said it wasn't country and it was like, okay, what's not country about it? Like the subject matter, like we were talking about is very country. Uh, the, like the tune to it, generally speaking, now, obviously the first one, the before the remix is a little bit more sparse, but it's a twangy guitar. Even if it is a nine inch nail sample, I'd say you could argue the electronic beats aspect of it, but then I'm pretty sure that, that in modern pop I don't country that, that that's already been broken. So. I don't know that how much of that the the first version of it even really has. I think it's him singing over the really sparse, like mostly the guitar pick. I could be wrong. I could be so wrong. the sample, I know the sample because I'm a big nine inch nails guy. It was uh hurt. Uh, was the dun, 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 dun. is it hurt? I thought it was a different one, but maybe, is it yeah. maybe it may be. I, I thought it was hurt, but regardless, it wasn't it's like don't damn damn. <laughs> maybe i'm wrong maybe i'm wrong it's like i said it's very sparse but it's been like you know i, I didn't like the song so i didn't listen to it a whole yeah bunch, it wasn't one of my favorites of theirs i thought but, i picked out hurt behind it but i may be wrong but it, it just like i mean i'm far from the first one to point it out especially as long ago as that song was released but like i mean people were, were pointing to the fact that okay so it's like a young black He's kid doing country nine inch nails 34 ghosts 34 guys. Oh, okay. So that's, that's what was, cause yeah, I was going to say, I don't remember too many electric, like, um, like any of that. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, so, so yeah, I'll, 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 I'll own up that I, I, <laughs> I was talking about there. Uh, but again, like I said, it's, it's, I don't like the song, so I, I only picked up things in the periphery. Yeah. Um, but, uh, it was to me, it's like, I, I could see how it's not country in, in, in the typical sense. Cause it's not like what, a lot of people who want who, when you want to hear a country song is that where you go um so i kind of feel that but i think that like recognizing the fact that it's an accomplishment is still something that like even though you can't ca- like fuck the fucking record industry because well, they, they always want to categorize things and put like things into their little boxes so they know how to market them and, and yeah shit and, was, yeah it's recognizing that music changes too i mean country music as it is now on the radio 
country, you know, go back to like country Western. It's a totally different animal. Mm -hmm. Like music changes and evolves and and it would have been better for them to embrace that. I mean, the country music of today isn't even true country music and like go and listen to some Glenn Campbell. No, thanks. You know, if you want to hear like what old school country is like, Uh, Sturgill Simpson's producing old school country. Yeah, I like, I like Sturgill. Wheeler Walker Jr. is producing well, old school country. Well, sort of. <laughs> yeah, sort of. I mean, it's a, it's a different take, but it's old school country. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, it's out there. And yeah, the record industry tries to put people in nice little boxes. I, yeah, I guess, like, I guess my point where I was leading with that is that it just seems to me like really obvious that this should be a capitalist dream, like a young black kid, young gay black kid Mm. coming up from like, you know, pretty humble roots. I don't know his exact backstory. He might've been a little better off. I don't know, but um, like, and just like fucking killing it at every step, at every step of the way should be a capitalist nightmare because this should be something they can point to and see like, see, capitalism is for everyone. Like everyone can succeed here, Mm -hmm. right? But instead, they're trying to shut him down at every turn. It's not working. He's fucking owning people. Mm-hmm. He even came out with an apology video that was apologizing for the lap dance scene. And he's like, Hey, it's Lil Nas X here. I just wanted to like, you know, let y'all know, like, I'm really sorry about that. And then it just cuts to that scene. <laughs> <laughs> so It's like, he's the ultimate fucking, I, I'm living for everything that this dude does. He's sitting up on the throne right now. Just, with all the money well, and every and every capitalist is mad about it well, as, <laughs> Where did he and every from? first amendment rights, you know, guy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, as, as a D and D player and a metal head, I, I am, I hope he goes very far. I hope. Yeah. He, right. Cause it's satanic panic type type right. stuff, which we haven't really like dipped into that much, but yeah. Well, it's interesting cause the conservatives have always been the bastion of that, but the conservatives haven't been fighting against, uh, cancel culture right that's and that's that was like the earliest iteration of cancel culture like hey you don't don't want to don't let your children play dungeons and dragons because they'll summon real demons and they'll (laughs) they'll believe they're really in the game and they'll think they can cast spells which implies (laughs) the existence of real demons in the first place which i know that is not an accident yeah yeah no i mean (laughs) most people in the world i think still believe in real demons oh that's fair yeah across religions even and i love when you put it that way that some people are out there watching this little Nas X video and they're like, we got to get him on the horn. He doesn't realize what he's meddling with. He's got to oh, summon yeah, real oh, yeah. demons. Some people are saying he's, he's got to be saved. I got, I can't help but think like knowing like my past and the kind of people I used to run around with, how many people have like sat around like family. I know you've, you've probably heard of this little Nas X video. I want you to watch it because I want you to know what exists in the world. And then we're going to pray about it. And they pray and everyone cries. And <laughs> I can imagine just a family, like a fa- the, 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 the typical, typical, you know, uh, nuclear family, the, the husband, the wife, the son and the daughter, and they're the little dog in the middle of the circle. And they're all praying, holding hands and crying for a little, not please, show little Nas X the light, show him that he's failing, you know, like he doesn't know what he's meddling with. Right, right, right. I can, I can privately. There's a lot of that. I can only imagine how much of that is going on right now. And it's funny because like, it's silly. Like who cares? He's a, he's an artist. Let him make art. If you don't like his art, I don't predict like, I don't, I'm not like, I can respect like the fact that video (laughs) is incredible. The song is okay. Song's been stuck in my head all week. The song is okay. It's a lot better than old town road. I did not like old town road. Okay. Uh, so, uh, that song is, is okay. The video is an incredible piece of art. 
that is worthy of praise. And I think that uh, uh, generally, but it's not for me. So it's not something I'm going to like bump around and jam. Exactly. Like, it's not car. your thing, but you're not trying to fucking, but I love, yeah. quote yeah, unquote, I, cancel it. <laughs> I love, I love that it exists. Yeah. I just acknowledge that and just move on. Me. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's I, I think that's probably enough on that. But I, I just loved that story so much that yeah. thanks for letting me talk about that for <laughs> <laughs> however long that was. Let's see. Well, let's move on here. Let's uh, speaking of crazy Republicans. I want to talk about Matt Gates, who's not having a good week. What's funny about Matt Gates is I know a guy named Matt Gates from Florida, but it's Gates spelled the normal way. Yeah. So it's not the same guy, but it's just hearing all these stories about Matt Gates from Florida. I'm like, Oh shit, he's at it again. <laughs> so to kind of sum this up real quick, I guess is so Matt Gates, uh, Congressman from Florida has had some, he's evidently part of a uh, sexual assault or sexual Sex, sex trafficking. trafficking, sex trafficking of a minor investigation, hmm. which is an investigation that started under the Trump administration under William Barr. So don't forget that anybody listening, this didn't, this is not something that sparked up under Biden. This is something that started under Trump. And uh, so, yeah. And it, it seems to be that they were investigating other shit they were investigating some kind of uh, blackmail or, or some. Well, they were investigating something. some. I I can't remember his first name, but this guy Greenberg that Matt Gates is involved with. And they're oh, good yeah. buddies from Florida. Uh-huh. They were investigating that guy. And I believe. That's right. Well, That's I don't right. want to say that. I don't want to say something that I don't know for sure there. Um, but yeah, they were investigating this Greenberg guy and some other stuff. Matt Gates gets pulled into this in some way. And now they're investigating him for trafficking a minor. And I'm pretty sure the other guy did get convicted. If that's yeah, he got, right. he was convicted. Yeah. Of it. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, I think it's this Greenberg guy and he may be in prison and I'm not a hundred percent sure on that, but I think he was convicted. Yeah. First part's right. I don't know about the prison. Yeah, probably. Um, so yeah, it doesn't seem like they set out to investigate gates. It just happened. Like they, they his name came across right. the desk. And so, Matt Gates, I guess, in an effort to get out in front of this, went on Tucker Carlson. Yeah, let's do the whole timeline of this. Yeah. Actually, can, there was one thing the before new, that. The newer stuff is crazy, too, but we'll get there. The, there was just real quick. There was one thing before that. Yeah. Uh, it came out that he was in talks to be an anchor at Newsmax or yeah, OAN yeah. or Fox, all of which have subsequently said, no, we didn't reach out to him. That was the first thing. That yeah. Happened. And he was talking about stepping down early and, and retiring people thought it early. was weird. People thought, okay, that's because congressmen don't step down early. Yeah. People were like, okay, maybe that's where the money's at. Yeah. Clearly this guy's. Yeah. And so he was maybe looking ahead. And since this Fox news interview, uh, his director of communications has quit and resigned. So something's up. Yeah. I'm not happened. sure what's up, but yeah, this is a weird ass interview. I'm going to see if I can. The New York Times ran a story saying that Florida Congressman Matt Gates is under federal investigation for playing some role in sex trafficking and potentially having a relationship with a 17-year-old girl. There are very few details in major news outlets tonight about God, this story. He's creepy. No yeah, he looks like a goober. And not even any... He looks, like, looks like a total goober. He looks like he's Beavis and Butthead at the same time. <laughs> respond to these stories and give us his view of them. Congressman, thanks so much. Read us as the of them. <laughs> um, so this is obviously a serious allegation. Tell us what the truth is from your perspective. 
the truth from your perspective. It is a horrible <laughs> allegation and it is a lie. The New York Times is running a story that I have He's definitely reading a, a teleprompter. Oh, yeah. year old woman, and that is also seventeen-year-old woman does not exist. No. and see and that he, is not. He's the also case. like what is the son is of a successful of politician. And my family involving a former Department of Justice official. Yeah, sorry to talk On about March sixteenth, my oh, no, father it's fine. got a text message demanding a meeting wherein a person demanded twenty-five million dollars in exchange for making horrible sex trafficking allegations against me go away. Our family was so troubled by that, we went to the local FBI. And the FBI and the Department of Justice were so concerned Tucker's about this face. attempted extortion of a member of Congress that they asked my dad to wear a wire, which I like he Tucker's did hair. with the former Department But I don't know what other kind of hair do would suit him. Tonight, I am demanding that the Department of Justice and the FBI release the audio recordings that were made under their supervision and at their direction, which will prove my innocence and that will show that these allegations aren't true. They're merely intended to try to bleed my family out of money. And this former Department of Justice official tomorrow. Was so basically, yeah. he's saying that he's like trying to get out in front of this, saying that somebody's trying to extort him for money. And he rambles like this for several minutes. And I wanted to skip ahead here. Uh, is God, he's the still real motivation for all of this. You know, just tonight, Tucker's face Ted hasn't Lou, changed. Of- okay, here we go. We'll see what is really going on. Hey, you just referred to <laughs> a, a mentally ill viewer who accused me of a sex crime 20 years ago. Um, okay, let me back up just a smidge here. And if the FBI and Department of Justice will <laughs> release the tapes that they are in possession of, the American people will see what is really going on. You got to go back further. Hey, you just referred to a, a mentally ill viewer who accused me of a sex crime 20 years ago. Um, and it, of course, it was it was not true. I never met the person. Um, but but I. I yeah, I'm not going to try to rewind it to find it. But yeah, basically, Gates pulls up. I didn't even know, but he starts trying to pull <laughs> old Tucker here into, <laughs> into the fray. It. And like, well, you've been accused, Tucker. So we all know what it's like to be accused of untrue things. And so he had to clear that up. Yeah, again, I only know what I've read in the New York Times. Uh, I can say that actually you and I went to dinner uh, about two years ago. <laughs> this part's Your wife good. was there, and I brought a friend of mine. You'll remember her. And she was actually <laughs> threatened. Spoiler. By the FBI. I told won't. that if she wouldn't cop to the fact that somehow I was involved in some pay-for-play scheme, uh, that she could face trouble. And so uh, I do believe that there are people at the Department of Justice who are trying to smear me. Uh, you know, providing for flights uh, and hotel rooms for people that you're dating who are of legal age is not a crime. Uh, and I'm just troubled that the lack of any sort of legitimate ag- uh, investigation into me 18. would then permute, yeah. would then convert sure. into this extortion attempt. I, I don't remember the, the woman you're speaking of or the context at all, honestly, but I I would like to know who. So they're saying there is a 17 year old girl. <laughs> I don't know what who, you're talking uh, You had a relationship with. At least Tucker says 17 year old girl. Yeah. What are they talking about? Uh, the, New York Times? the person doesn't exist. I have not had a relationship with a 17 year old. That is totally false. The allegation is I read the it in the New York Times. Is that it wasn't I traveled with some 17 year old in some relationship. <laughs> that is false. And records will bear that out to be false. I never asked her to go steady. How, with how me. long is this investigation? <laughs> we only fucked. going on. Oh, God, I I don't know. <laughs> you don't when know anything. When were you first informed of it? 
you know, again, I, I, uh, I uh, really uh, uh, saw this as a deeply troubling challenge for my family on March 16th when people were, <laughs> you know, talking about a, a minor and that there were pictures of me with child prostitutes. Which I think is the first uh, that's time that's been mentioned is him bringing no it up right there. Because yeah. no such thing happened. Publicly. Um, but really on March 16th was when this got going. And if also child guys, prostitutes don't exist. That's a sex trafficked so what, child. what happens next? I mean, you, you can see there is this investigation, I guess a criminal investigation. I'm not quite sure where the sex trafficking part comes in. I don't, again, for the fifth time, I don't really understand <laughs> the story very well. But wh where does it go from here? I mean, you're, you've made an allegation against someone by name on the air and accused him of trying to extort millions of dollars from your family. What, what so happened? good luck. <laughs> well, what was supposed to happen uh, was the transfer of this money that would have implicated the former colleague of these current DOJ officials. He, but that's instead of this marina, he's green screened in behind him, or maybe he's at a marina. Well, that investigative he effort. He should have so put like next. The His corkboard with the red Justice string behind released the tapes that are in their possession that were done at their direction. Those tapes will show that I am innocent and that the whole concept of sex charges against me was really just a way to try to bleed my family out of money and probably smear my name because I am a well-known, oh, outspoken conservative. Job done. And I guess that's out of style in a lot of parts of the country right now. Oh, yeah. Man. Uh, I guess. Thanks, I appreciate your coming on tonight. Wait, does it have the part? Thanks for giving me the I'm chance to tell the truth. I'm more, I appreciate it. Wait, uh, I, it's a more interesting and complicated story than that I knew from reading about. It. Thank you very much. <laughs> Doesn't he say, "Wait for it"? Matt Gates interview. That was one of the weirdest interviews I've ever conducted. <laughs> just appeared in the news a couple of hours ago, and on the certainty that there's always more than you read in the newspaper, we immediately called Matt. Okay, so <laughs> what I see here is there's something definitely up. Even Tucker's like, uh... <laughs> Matt Gates can't keep his story straight. Yeah, there's something definitely up, first of all. He's, I don't know what it is. No, what what but, had but happened was... On top was... of that, is, this is a classic example of, you know, the Republicans seem to do this quite a bit. Uh, they start sipping their own Kool-Aid a little bit. And sure, in his reality, he's not doing anything wrong. What, paying for dates that I'm going to have come with me, uh, attend this ball and, and paying for a hotel room and our meals. There's nothing wrong with that. And then it's like, well, that dude was a prostitute. Well, there's nothing wrong, you know? And it's like, see, I'm slowly shifting, but there's nothing wrong. I, yeah. And it just, uh, I see the Republicans do this a lot or just not even Republicans, which basically Republicans is you see a lot of rich people that get caught doing shit, do this a lot. You saw this with the Lori Laughlin of like, what I'm, I'm not supposed to give my, my child a leg up in education. It's affluenza. There's a yeah. word for it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just this, like they don't think they're doing anything wrong. It just, it's like you said, it's affluenza and they just think, well, well, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Isn't it? I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm this paying was, for dates. This was offered to me. I, yeah. I, 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 yeah. How, how am I supposed to say no to that? Yeah. Yeah. So it, you it's know, another case. Like I say, every week of it's always the first guy you suspect. Like, yeah, look at Matt Gates and tell me what well, <laughs> he, he was the only one that opposed a uh, big sex trafficking bill. Mm -hmm. And he Facebook live streamed his reasoning for it, which was that, uh, Oh, uh, the agency should be able to do that with the current funds or so. It was a really mm -hmm. weak thing. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe he's the only one of either party <laughs> that uh, your buddy got snatched. You know, unlikely that is coming in the down house. on you. Yeah. Yeah. And so, <laughs> Sorry, yeah, first, just... first of all, I see just 
a little rich kid. I see one of these rich fraternity brothers that I detested in college, but progressed 20 to 30 years beyond that. Well, progress now, might be the wrong word, but I get well, what you just mean. Progressed <laughs> no, life. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. And now he's at a position where it's come back on him and he's like, but well, this isn't fair. You're t- it's the same shit we saw with Brett Kavanaugh. Of like you're trying to smear my name and this is unfair and unjust. And it's just, and it's just, uh, it's that exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, I can't believe you would try to do that. And I've seen it in my personal life with some people that it's like, what I was doing was perfectly legal and I was never told to not do it. And it's like, well, just because you were told to never not do it, maybe you should have researched on your own or at least had the ethics and morals to yourself to realize what you're doing probably wasn't right. Yeah. And, uh, and it's just, yeah, I I've seen that a million times. That is not a new gamut running, but if I was that dude's lawyer, I'd be like, because also I know how <laughs> don't go on any more news media like that. That was a Fox news interview with Tucker Carlson. I know how this sausage gets made. He had uh meaning Matt Gates had one of his representatives call Fox news. Like you need to book me an interview now. Mm-hmm. And I have so, something to say and I want it to be on a favorable yeah, network. They're just, and so they went with whoever would take it. That's why Tucker Carlson didn't know much about what was happening as he reiterated for the fifth time. Um, he doesn't know what's you know, going you're, on. You read something. And then. so this isn't even a story that it hit. Matt Gates wanted to come on Fox news and try to get in, out in front of the story. And if I was fucking Gates lawyer, I'd be like, dude, shut your fucking mouth. Yeah. Quit saying shit because something is up because his buddy Greenberg, you know, was convicted of sex trafficking. And then, he got in front of parts of the story that haven't come out yet. That's part of the yeah. problem. Like as a lawyer, yeah. you're like, oh God, oh yeah. God. <laughs> that's not, yeah, that's not even come out. So Greenberg's down. That's a, a good buddy of his. And on top of that, his communications director resigned. And so I don't know what exactly is going on. It it may be a combination of, which to me is the likely situation is you probably do have somebody trying to extort him. And in his eyes, he's done nothing wrong. So you've got somebody trying to extort him, but then you also have the fact that, yeah, you've done some shady shit, dude. Yeah, that's the, why or else trying, they wouldn't be. Yeah, the, that's why the they're black, trying to fucking yeah. extort you. The blackmail is legit, and he's yeah. bringing up the extortion as a way to de- deflect from that. But Yeah, I was going to say to to your point about, you know, that mentality or whatever, that kind of untouchable or like that frat boy, you know, like grown up years down the road thing. Like, I think people like him and obviously him included, like just feel like invincible like untouchable uh because there was a story like i i once we started once we knew we were going to have to talk about that have to talk about this really um i started to delve into a little bit about matt gates and like there's some weird shit there's a lot of weird shit but one of the the less weird things really was that he's one of those guys and we all know these guys um that will go around and show pictures of conquest yeah like nude pictures of conquest probably taken without consent. I mean, I'm not saying in all cases, but probably in more than a few, especially knowing Matt Gates. He's that guy. And he was doing that in Congress to colleagues in Congress. Right. To the point where, sorry, where Paul Ryan's staff had to have a meeting with him about professional, like acting professional on the floor. Cause he wasn't just doing this in offices. He was doing it on the floor of Congress. 
It's more than one source is more or less confirmed. Yeah, so I feel any, comfortable enough fraternities saying, coming to mind. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's good fraternities out there, like, but I've seen plenty of frat guys behave like this and continue to, well, I don't know why they're trying to shut down our frat house. All we did was throw a party. <laughs> well, it, it's like what I said earlier. He's the son of successful politicians. So he's lived a life of luxury and a life of, yeah, that's of like privilege. normal to him. He probably didn't think that was a weird thing to yeah, do because like all his yeah. buddies. He's, and, he's a guy who's not used to being told no. Yeah, exactly. And uh, yeah, some of the other weirdness, you know, he has like he's like basically like adopted a kid that may or may not be his. And I don't want to go too into depth on it. Allegedly. Yeah, he calls it. This is my non-biological son. I adopted and I'm really proud of him. Nestor. And uh, he's like lived with him for a really long time since Nestor was young. And the story is that his dad is from the Cuba or maybe Puerto Rico, I think, and died or something. And the mom sent him to live with Matt Gates. And then it gets really weird if you look into that, because nobody can really give a sounds good, weird, man. a good reason why. I'm all for people adopting kids. Sure. But like, but this doesn't seem it wasn't weird. an adoption because he had a biological parent still alive. Yeah. So he's not technically adopted, which almost makes it weirder. Anyway, I don't want to. This is all. I mean, this these parts are true. The parts about any improprieties are alleged. And I do want to say that because I don't know enough about it. But if you read into it, it. I don't feel like it's going down a QAnon type rabbit hole. This this seems like there's something to this, to be honest. Which speaking of the QAnon rabbit hole, they pulled a J turn on this shit. Yeah, I, I mentioned that for a this reason. This is your <laughs> shit, man. <Yeah. laughs> like. Q, come on, man. <laughs> come get your boy. <laughs> Child sex trafficking. <laughs> oh, well, never mind. We're going to focus on is, is, <laughs> yeah, is, I mean, is a Matt Clinton. No, then never mind. It fits yeah. what they are supposed to be against to a to a Q. So, yeah, <laughs> to a Q. <laughs> Sorry, that was cheesy and hack. But <laughs> it worked. No, it was good. It worked. I giggled. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, it's it's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, like you said, Tanner, I think the most likely explanation is that there 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 maybe is some blackmail or some yeah. kind of extortion scheme going on, but that there is also mm. a lot of weirdness that's about to be dug up in the form of maybe even some of this other nest. Well, and on my and theory there is the speculative part is the blackmail. I, without a doubt, know that there's something <laughs> yeah. shady with him going on. Yeah. Matt yeah. Gates has been doing something. I don't know what it is. Maybe it could the be as simple as he's just been having an affair. Maybe it's something simple. He's got a sex addiction. He's just been railing, railing. Uh, I recently learned you're not supposed to call them prostitutes. He's, also, been, also re- he's just been railing sex workers left and right. Maybe that's the case. I don't know. But something's definitely up with Matt Gates. Don't know what. And then the speculative part on my end is that I think it's true that somebody could be trying to extort him for that, but he's definitely been doing some shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, he, he's been on, he's been on dates. Yeah. He's been on dates with women who are over 18 and he's been <laughs> buying them hotel rooms and booking them flights like that. He verified all of that. <laughs> and it's legal. Is it not legal to buy your date? Nice things. Yeah, the fact that he says 17-year-old woman and even Tucker Carlson says 17-year-old mm-hmm. girl is mm-hmm. like, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And child prostitutes, like that one, okay, maybe like nobody told you not to say that, mm-hmm. but your brain, I don't know. I think you just incriminated the fuck out of yourself yeah. with that one. Dude, uh, I know we didn't plan it, um, 
But I got the vibe we were winding down on old Gatesy here. And is it's not like us to go off topic. Sex what addiction. are you about to But no, I wanted to talk about the the Chauvin trials a little bit. I forgot to put oh, that in because yeah. I've been paying attention to it a little bit every day. And um, you know, for those if you've not been paying attention, the George Floyd Derek Chauvin was the uh officer that knelt on him. And it's been really interesting to watch, actually. And I've learned a bunch about the criminal process. It takes me back to the OJ days a little bit of like just day long court proceedings and it's on TV. Television, yeah. Um, Minnesota has a policy of no cameras in courtrooms, but they decided to do it for this oh, I didn't know that. trial, um, which is a big deal. So I'm not sure why that reasoning is. I think to me, the reasoning, even though it's not been stated by anyone, my speculative reasoning on that is because George Floyd's death was so public that on some level, having this trial be public just makes sense. They can probably rule that it has some like public interest or some yeah. special interest to the general yeah, public yeah, yeah. or whatever. And so they've brought uh, all the witnesses that were standing around in that crowd when he was on his knee They've brought all of those witnesses on. They've, um, if they've not, they're going to. They've, which I didn't know there was a firefighter in that crowd. Which well, I think, was it one that had arrived in their official capacity? As, no, apparently? no. Oh. This, this was a firefighter uh, paramedic that was just there. Like they, they were off that day or whatever. Gotcha, and it had gotcha. happened. Like, it's interesting. I've been really trying to watch it too. Just... Like, for sure, what I saw happen on the news of an officer kneeling on this guy for nine and a half minutes, like, it's fucking wrong. And, like, cops shouldn't kill people even if they're guilty. You know? Right. I don't care if they're on drugs, if they stole something, even a murderer. I mean, depending on what you're murdering in the situation, but, like, 95% of the time, even if you're guilty, the cop shouldn't even kill you then. You know, it's protect and serve as, as long Let's as a hundred, as long as the cop isn't in physical danger. Yeah, that's, that's like the problem. Well, I'm just saying if you about. I'm just saying in an extreme circumstance sure, yeah, yeah. where like, you know, a cop may bust in and a, a like a child rapist is about to shoot a little girl in the head or something. Yeah. Kill that motherfucker. But that's an extreme, very extreme situation. That is an extreme situation. <laughs> Christ. And so if Matt yeah. Gates has got a little girl <laughs> oh with a God. gun. Oh. Take yeah. out Matt Gates. Yeah. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly you take out Matt Gates. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just saying, maybe I'll I'll let my imagination run a little bit on that one. <laughs> no, I get what you mean though. Yeah, it's just in maybe ninety-nine point nine percent of situations, even if you're guilty, cops should not be killing you. So Watching what I saw, I was without a doubt like, oh, fuck this cop. Fuck police. Fuck all this, as a good portion of people were. So I'm trying to watch these court proceedings with as much objective sort of like, OK, yeah, um, and and it is a lot of the footage I am seeing for the first time. So I'm trying really hard to just watch it yeah, from an objective angles. point of view to be like, OK, which and that's a whole other thing. It's like how the fuck did they find a jury that was objective i don't know how that happens but um it took them a while they yeah. just start turning over rocks i guess it took them a long, yeah. long while I think. and so 
they like, I don't know. It's been interesting. And it seems like the defense, I don't know. It seems this dude's going away for a little, I don't think the murder charge will stick. There's two murders and a manslaughter, right? But I do think the manslaughter charge will stick at least because the, what it seems to me, what the defense is going for is this sort of like, well, he was just trained to do what he was trained to do right, as an which officer. Is the fucking problem. And it's like, but yeah, that's unfortunately, the, the system's problem. not on trial. But if that Yet. is true, yeah, then that's true. Then that is a problem of the system and not necessarily his problem because he did only do what he was taught to do. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's it it's very interesting. Supervisor on that's trial. yeah. 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 And did you see the, the guy who was just like almost brought a tear to your eye on the stand when they were cross examining him. Yeah. I think it was cross examining the older guy. Um, no, that that's the guy that brought a tear to his own eye uh, yeah. from, he, from he, having he to watch it down again. a little bit. Yeah, exactly. But the other guy like made me tear up because he, they kept trying to paint him as getting progressively angrier, yes, which is a trope, which is a stereotype yeah. of the angry black man, et cetera. Yeah. And he stays like, I don't know how he stays like, as cool as he does on the witness stand there. Yeah. He's like, so did you say this 13 times? And he's like, if that's what's on the video, that's yeah. If, if you counted 13 and that's correct. So do, what about, is it 13 times? If that's what's on the video, that's correct. Also getting you to see everything that's on the video is on the video and correct. Like you just yeah. look at the video. That's all you need. But I mean, his larger point too, is just like, you, you can't paint me as getting angry. Like he mm-hmm. says, like I, I stayed in my body. I didn't get angry then. I don't even know if he doesn't, if he says I'm not getting angry now, but he definitely wasn't. Mm-hmm. And like that guy was just like their strategy just broke down f- f- for that witness anyway. Now, obviously there's a lot more to go. On the when trial, as somebody, they brought that guy as a, that needs to look up. That guy name. was a phenomenal witness. Yeah. Look up his name. If you yeah, don't mind. Yeah. Because he was actually a phenomenal witness because he does MMA. I thought that was a fight. Di- oh, maybe we may be thinking of a different guy, but there was a guy uh, that they kept saying he was angry that day. He was the guy that was shouting. He's like, get off his neck, man. You're a bitch. You're a bitch. Oh, like, that no, that is the guy. They're like, did you call him? You called him a bitch. And, and they, like, they yes. said it. And like I said, India, I could see hear them say fuck on the news is a decent day, but they were like, uh, yeah, did you call uh, Officer Chauvin? Oh yeah, he he is. Or did you mix. call Mr. Chauvin a fucking bitch on that day? And he was like, he looked at, he purposefully looked him in the eye and was like, yeah, I did. Yeah, I called that bitch a bitch because didn't he, he was say, being a bitch. Didn't he say like I'd do it again or I call that again? He said something like that. Exactly. He said something to he was fucking he was double down on it where he's like, um, yeah, I'd do it again because what he was doing wasn't right. And yeah, the fact, his name is. Do- oh, sorry. What was his name? His name is Donald Williams. Yes, this guy. And they kept trying to dismiss his testimony as him getting angry and they kept trying to rile him up. But to me, as somebody from a Taekwondo background, it just solidifies that that fucking training is good for more than teaching somebody how to fight. And it's good for somebody's mental capacity because you saw this guy under immense pressure in two situations where he could have gotten yep, angry yep. and Both it made them, yeah. me angry. And he didn't lose his fucking cool. And in a situation where the cop is not trained in that same way and he lost his fucking cool. Right. Yeah. The like, like contrast were, is so sharp. If it were me, I would have been like, yeah, I called that bitch a bitch. Just like you're a bitch. Like I would have, I would have fucking gone off. Like, <laughs> yeah. But I never took martial it's, arts. So I, yeah. I have no mental I, I, Yeah. Just the, the <laughs> amount of like, just cool. I don't know. How yeah. It just, it. I know it, an immense amount of integrity in yeah. that dude. And yeah, it's um, been a 
It's been a really emotional. Tra- I mean, you saw that the the underage witnesses they they were the exception to the video rule. They would couldn't even show them because they were under eighteen at the time, which also speaks to fuck. There's three people that weren't even eighteen and saw a man get killed right in front of their eyes. Like that's gonna fuck you up. Yeah. Like whatever way you spend it, that's gonna fuck you up for years. When what got me? I touched on this when I first brought this up. Is what got me is I didn't know this at the time. But there was a off-duty firefighter slash paramedic they brought to the stand who was there going into that little quickie mart rice cup place that was right there. Um, And like just getting chips or whatever she was getting. She was there, came up and offered, was like, hey, I'm identified herself to the police. I'm off duty. Can I I check for a pulse and make sure he's okay? Yeah. They threatened her with mace. And I think that is more telling of the entire situation than anything, just because to me that shows intent of this officer not giving a fuck about George Floyd. Right. The and fact that, it's like, okay, keep your knee on him, but can I just check and make sure there's a pulse and that he's okay? No, fuck off, bitch. And establishing like, power, like I mean, reestablishing or just establishing who's in charge. It's like mm-hmm. we're both first responders. When you call nine one one, you know, one of us may respond situationally, but I'm the first responder that uses force. You're the first yeah. responder that helps. I'm yeah, the one yeah. who uses force. Back the fuck off. Yeah. Like what's what so so the, I assume this will come up in the case, but I remember something uh, back when it happened about how uh, the, the the officer and uh, George Floyd had um, previous. Um, there seemed to George Floyd, uh, at least from what I remember reading, is George Floyd had done. He was a big guy and he had done some like doorman work and stuff like that. And in that capacity, he had worked and come across Chauvin a couple times. I don't know the extent of that necessarily. And I know there were a couple conspiracy theories floating around that. So I, I don't want to get into that too much just because I don't know the details. Not right. That's, well, that's what I was asking. Cause I don't it, know but, the details either. Um, I do know that they did know each other in some capacity, just like you do. I mean, if you're at a bar, like a hip bar working door, you're going to work with the police there. But what gets me is I feel at this point, they've showed pretty much every angle of footage from cell phones, security cameras, all of this. And so I feel like I've got a pretty good idea of everything that went down. And I still don't get what the justification is for Derek Chauvin using said force. And it seems to me their only justification, well, he's a big guy. Okay. Well, and the myth of like the big, angry black guy. Yeah. I, you have the same myth in like medicine, like they are given less like anesthesia and stuff like that because people just think they're tough. This been proven to be not true for years. Well, to, to, I mean, like to what I was just talking I mean, about, if they ago. if they had had previous interactions, mm-hmm. maybe he knew the guy and was like, fuck this guy. Like, I'm going to be a dick to him. And, and like that, I'm not I'm not I'm not using that. Like a lot of people, I think, would probably try to use that as a way to um move away from the racially motivated side of it. But I think that it's probably related. It's probably like why he had a bad opinion of the guy in the first place. 
um, was probably racially motivated. But I think that like the fact that they that he knew who this guy was, was like, yeah. oh, it's this fucking guy. I'm not going to mm-hmm. do this guy any favors. I'm going to press harder on my knee, you know, than I would. Dude, I didn't know because yeah, it came I, out. I it was longer than we thought. Angle. I didn't even think of that angle, Ian, of the fact that it was revenge so motivated. It has been shown that they did know each other, at least tangentially or whatever. They were aware of each other because Floyd worked doorman jobs at, at some clubs and shit like that. So, uh, and anybody that's been to a club or a bar late night on like a Friday or Saturday knows that kind of relationship between the doorman and the cop. Did he probably knew Chauvin from Chauvin trying to get in there and cheat on his wife or something? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> and so he's a customer, not a, it's, uh, yeah, that brings a whole other angle of if they are not bringing up that if the defense is not bringing up or that previous relationship in any capacity, then that probably means it was a negative relationship. And I didn't even think of that angle. Yeah, if it was, the prosecution yeah. will. Yeah. yeah. And so we'll have to see. Yeah. It, so it's unfolding now, like pretty much every day they're having the trial going. It'll resume on Monday. Uh, today. yeah, today. So yeah, check it out. It's been really interesting to watch and Chauvin's definitely getting something. It, it would be hard to imagine him getting off, which is a victory in the sense of, uh, police justice, because this is a trial for more than just George Floyd. This is a trial for our fucking justice system. Yeah. Like, yeah if he does like you thought last summer was, yeah. Well, my dude, guess, my guess dude. is, is that that'll be taken into account. They're like, we got to do something, but I bet it'll be less than what is is adequate. Yeah. And then you'll see some, you'll see some uprisings as a result, and then people will use that like we we did punish him within the confines of the law, and that's not enough for you people, you know, kind of kind of thing. I I I guarantee you that's going to be the dance and the back and forth that happens. Yeah, I think y'all are right. Um, it's going to get something, but less. Yeah. Yeah. Because we're not going to, we're not going to paint a public cop as a bad guy unless they've done something real bad and killing a black guy is not real bad in American society. It happens all the time. Apparently, you know, like that's, that's the problem. That's why last summer happened. (laughs) I also, the, the prosecution is also not brought up the fact that Derek Chauvin's tied to six other deaths. Of on duty. Oh, I bet they get to that. (laughs) Yeah. I'm hoping they get to that. Yeah. But maybe, maybe they got such an ace in the hole that they don't even have to touch on that. But, uh, I don't see how they, I would go down an exhaustive list of reasons to indict this fucking guy or convict. Yeah. But it's like, it's to me, it's clear. You've got a, you know, we've talked about it on here before how cops attract the, they attract the bully and the bullied. Alpha male. Yeah. And so you've got, and we've, you can see it on YouTube. Go down as, as a person that likes guns, go check out gun YouTubers. They're annoying as fuck because you either find alpha males or you find these fucking weenie ass fucking beta male motherfuckers. They're like, yeah, you don't need to mess with me because I'm black belt, man. Yeah, you come starting shit. I'll fucking finish shit, man. Yeah. You know, these fucking guys. Overcompensators. Yeah. And uh, it's the same sort of situation with cops. And so in this situation, I see a bully. I see Derek Chauvin as a bully. And, you know, maybe knew George Floyd, maybe he didn't. But, well, actually, no, that was proven. So he does, he did have a previous thing with George Floyd. So 
I don't know. I see a bully. I saw him put a knee on George Floyd's neck and I see nothing that George Floyd did to protect like that caused that sort of, I don't know. I, I saw him do nothing in those videos. There's that nothing to yeah. provoke that. There's nothing to provoke that. Even if, even if all the worst shit they say is true, that like, see, he was high as a kite and he was using a counterfeit bill or whatever. Even if the worst shit that they say is true, there's still, still no need for it. There's still no need for it. Does that crime, does that crime, you know, deserve a death sentence in our American justice system? Yeah, without, you know, a trial or jury is, oh, when, when to put this in a, some whatever. perspective, I've, I've told some other people this they that claim. maybe had a little bit more of a negative take on this situation when it happened is so the way the laws and counterfeit bills work is so say you, Andrew unwittingly took a $20 bill from, I owed you 20 bucks. I got it from somebody. I didn't even know the bill right, was counterfeit. Right, yeah. Then I give it to you. You don't know it's counterfeit. You took it from me. You'd have no reason to even suspect it was counterfeit. Same with me taking it from a guy. You go to the gas station, you spend it. They, you know, they hit it with that marker. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, man, uh, this bill's counterfeit. At that point, they're obligated to call the police. And even you or me, like the standard protocol is they call the police. You got to go down to the station. Even if, like they've got to try to trace that lead of like, OK, where did sure, you get yeah, the counterfeit bill? Then they would contact to take me. someone in, not take someone out. Yeah. yeah. So uh, the only reason I'm saying that is that anybody could accidentally spend a counterfeit bill and end up in that situation. The difference is not anyone is going to lose their life that day. And George Floyd did for, you know, you could say racial reasons or premeditated reasons from Derek Chauvin or what have you, like who knows we're going to find out hopefully in this trial, but just to put in perspective that I've, I've just heard a lot of people be like, well, he was, on drugs and trying to spend counterfeit money. And, you know, anybody, I've been stoned and in a gas station buying beer, <laughs> paying with a $20 bill that could have unknowingly been counterfeit. It could happen to the best of us. It doesn't mean you deserve to die over it. Right. So that's that's the only reason I'm saying that is that that's just to call the police over counterfeit bill is standard protocol. The gas station did nothing wrong. That's just standard protocol for that. The police have to chase down the lead of the fake bill. And yeah, you don't deserve to die over it. Yeah. Yeah. Let's follow up on it next week. But I think that's a good. Yeah. I'm good to close out. Uh, Yeah. Get on down to Riverside Wine and Spirits right there on Manufacturers Road and Merchants on Main. Go by and look at some of my photography or buy some of my photography. It's a huge help, and uh, I'm going to try to put some of that on a website here soon. I'm, I'm developing all that, so watch out for that. And then, uh, yeah, go check us out on Instagram and Chaos We Pod. And then I guess we're also on Stereo. We're still working some of that out, but we're also on Stereo. What Twitter. else? Twitter. Twitter. Twitter's the same uh, handle. And Chaos We Pod across the board, and also at brewchat.com. And that's brewchat on YouTube as well. And then uh, brewchat.com slash store. We've got some t-shirts, things like that. If you want to help support us, it'd be a big help. And yeah, we'll see you guys next time. Shit's still fucked, guys. This has been episode 30. 